last word on business. With Fitzgerald Power, run your SME with reliable, efficient and personalised accounting services. Fitzgeraldpower.ie Lorcan Allen from the Business Post is with us. Lorcan, in the 5 of 5, Ben told us about the European Union taking action against Elon Musk. Explain why, please. Yeah, that's right, Matt. Um, A major row is brewing between the European Union and Elon Musk, the billionaire owner of social media platform X, which was formerly called Twitter. Um, It emerged today that the EU has taken the first formal steps to commence legal action against X over allegedly breaking rules on how it handled legal content and disinformation under the EU's landmark Digital Services Act laws. Um, And in particular, the EU is investigating how the platform has handled content after the October 7th Hamas attacks on Israel. And it's concerned, I suppose, overall about um, the the platform failing to tackle disinformation or legal content on its platform. I suppose anybody who uses Twitter will have noticed a significant change in how the platform since Elon Musk acquired the platform, um, uh, since he acquired Twitter last year for $44 billion. Musk is a self-avowed free speech evangelist and his ownership has coincided with a significant watering down of the trust and safety rules at Twitter. Um, and it has allowed, you know, legal content, hateful hate speech kind of content to remain on the site and not be taken down as it would have been under the previous Yeah, you have a significant piece on the Business Post website at present that was in the newspaper yesterday, which actually details some of the shocking stuff that has now been put up that you would never be allowed to put into a newspaper as opinion, you would never hear on radio or television and yet sits comfortably without being challenged on this particular site. Yeah, that's right. One of my colleagues, um, uh, Donald McNamee, had a very big expose at the weekend of some of the way the rules have changed on Twitter. Um, And in particular, uh, content moderators are told that uh, certain types of content that they previously would have had to take down for being um, hate speech or, or unsolicited sexual posts or posts denying the Holocaust uh, racist posts, those would have been um, deleted and people who, who posted those kind of content would have been barred off the site under previous um, ownership. But under Musk, those t- things are not deemed to be worthy of being uh, cancelled or whatever. They're sort of hidden on the website, but they're not taken down fully. And it has um, it's a significant change in how the, the platform is run. And obviously the EU is watching this very closely and is now investigating X. Okay, let's come back to Ireland and tell us about, we had John Coleman of the Land Development Agency on with us. One of the biggest residential landlords in the country is the Iris REIT. But uh, tell us about the coup against board members being organised by some shareholders. Yeah, a very bitter and public row is taking place between Iris REIT, which is Ireland's largest private landlord, and some of its biggest shareholders. So listeners who follow the commercial property market will know that Margaret Sweeney, the chief executive of Iris REIT, uh, has been under considerable pressure from some of her own shareholders for quite a while. And she announced last October that she plans to retire from the company next year. But now a Canadian activist investment firm called Vision Capital, it owns about 5% of the shares in Iris REIT. It issued a letter today calling for an EGM to allow shareholders oust five other directors in the company. Um, the Canadian Fund says it has lined up its own directors to replace Margaret Sweeney and a group of others, uh, including the chairman, uh, the chief financial officer and other board members. Um, at the heart of the, the, the fund's gripe, I suppose, with the, with the management is that they believe that the firm is, isn't being managed properly and they think it's underperforming. 
But yet, at the same time, Barclays Bank did a report on IRAs last year and found out it's a leading performer in the market. So, I mean, there's a lot of change happening in the commercial property market now at the minute. So there is a lot of pressure and there's a lot of money at stake as well. And finally, tell us about the possible new owner of Buswell's Hotel. Yeah, that's right. An interesting story. Uh, the iconic Buswell's Hotel is being sold by the liquidators of IBRC, of what was formerly Anglo-Irish Bank. And Eamon Waters is probably not a name that most listeners will be intimately familiar with, but he's probably one of Ireland's most active and right now, I would say probably one of Ireland's most interesting business people. Um, he's from County Mead. Waters originally founded Panda Waste, and he grew that into a very sizable business uh, through acquisitions. He would have acquired the Green Star Waste business as well. And he sold all that big waste business, combined waste and business, in 2001 for $1.4 billion or euros to uh, an Australian fund. But after selling that, he set up his own private equity uh, fund, and he it's called Srita. And he has been in, embarked on a pretty fascinating investment spree over the large last uh, couple of years in building up stakes in public companies like FPD, uh, Permanent TSB, Irish Ferries, Delato Hotels. But he's also been active in the private market. And uh, Eamon Waters was close to doing a deal, uh, we understand, against for Buswell's Hotel for about 16 million euros. Um, but it looks like the deal is maybe in doubt now as new bidders have emerged for the Landmark Hotel, which was, of course, previously owned by Sean Quinn. Um, so it does look like Mr. Uh, Eamon Waters will have to um, maybe go a bit further if he wants to clinch a deal for the 67-bedroom Buzzwells Hotel. Thank you very much, Larkin Allen from the Business Post. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-